0: Well, howdy there, Internet people. It's Beau again. So today we're going to talk about some laws. Not real laws. Figurative laws. Um, And how they apply outside of the world they were created in. This video is mainly for people who want to become politically active. And by that I mean off of social media. Who want to get out and influence things in the tangible world. That's not to downplay those people who use their social media accounts to influence things. That is incredibly important and it needs to go on. But a lot of people want to get out from behind their computer screen. And there are some laws generated by a guy named Murphy attributed to him. Murphy was a grunt. Murphy has more than 100 laws attributed to him. It didn't actually come up with all. Nobody really knows if Murphy was a real person. But Murphy's laws of combat are transferable to politics. Why? Because war is a continuation of politics by other means. Class fits. A lot of the rules overlap because they're the same thing. We've talked about it on this channel how there are some strategies that are used in war, that are really just PR campaigns with violence. It's politics. Okay, so if you're a grassroots organizer, you need to understand that friendly fire isn't. Why is that important? Your allies, those people on the same team as you, can be more devastating to you than whatever it is you're working against because they may have a slightly different view, so they engage in infighting. Or they just may make a mistake, scramble messaging, whatever. We've talked about that bus analogy before on this channel. If you and another person get on a bus in Florida, and you're headed to California, and they're only headed to Texas, Y'all can ride with each other. Y'all can roll out together. Eventually, one of you is going to get off the bus. But until then, you're headed the same direction. You are on the same team. And that needs to be uh, something that everybody keeps in mind. You are not Superman. Take note, Marines. That's the law. Take note, street activists. A lot of the stuff you engage in, you can actually get hurt doing. You're not immune. You're not Superman. You are not Superwoman. Keep that in mind. A lot of the stuff that goes on is dangerous. No plan survives first contact. And this is also coupled with there's no such thing as a perfect plan. What this means is that you have to be adaptable. You know, everybody has this idea of how their fundraising campaign or their signature drive, or their demonstration, their public event. They have an idea of how it's going to go. It's not going to go that way. (laughs) It never does. You have to be adaptable. Otherwise, you will become overtaken by events and it will fail. Your plan will not succeed. Not, Not in its first draft. Promise. Thousands of veterans earn medals for bravery every day. Some even get awarded. What that means is that you can't do this. You can't become an activist. You can't get out there and get into politics for recognition because odds are you're not going to get it. You have to truly believe in the cause. You have to be in it for that. That's why you're going to be brave. That's why you're going to take the risks. That's why you're going to dedicate yourself to it. Not for social media clout, not for recognition. But to actually get something done. If you're in it for uh, medals, I would just like to remind everybody most medals of honor are handed to a family member. Recognition isn't that important, winning is. Decisions made over your head are seldom in your best interests. Every grassroots group. Every community network, every political cause that even remotely begins to be successful, a major political party will try to co opt that message. Sometimes that's good. Sometimes that's the goal, is to get a major political party to pick up your message. But what you have to remember is those who are over your head, those that outrank you, those that are part of those political machines, most of them are not in it for the cause. They're in it for recognition. They're in it for power. Which means when they get behind closed doors, they don't really care about you. You become a chip. And they will cash you in whenever it suits them. This is important for people to understand. Because if you understand this, you are less likely to succumb to uh, partisan politics. And thinking that One side of the aisle or the other is your friend. Most aren't on either side. Established roads are always mined. Established roads are always mined. Fact. In politics, what this means is that you can't do it the same way. If you're out there in the community, you can't use the tactics that have been used before. And people try to encourage you to do that. Ignore them. Well, they could do it the way Martin Luther King did. No, they can't. The establishment's already seen that. They've got defenses against it. They have checkpoints up. You have to do it differently if you want to be effective. You can follow the same general idea, but you can't use that same road. It will not work. You'll walk into an ambush. When the warrant officer laughs and says, watch this, leave. This is mainly for people who are at street events. When the person in a mask says, watch this, leave. Odds are you don't want to be around. (laughs) Um, That's typically when things are going to escalate. There are people who are willing to take things to a more drastic level than you you don't want to be around. Um, If that isn't you, if you're not the one saying, watch this and laughing, you need to remove yourself. It's better for everybody, everybody involved, if people who are not involved uh, vacate and they're not there. The diversion you're ignoring is the main attack. We hear this a lot. Well, that's just a distraction. Distraction. That's just a diversion from this issue over here. The establishment can do a whole bunch of bad things at one time. They really can. They can multitask. Um, Most times, that diversion, that distraction, is just something else they want to accomplish. And they know that people are overwhelmed, there's a lot going on, so they can't focus on everything at once. It's probably not a diversion. It still needs to be addressed. Yes, prioritize. Make sure you are fighting the fights that not only need to be fought, but those that are big enough to matter and small enough to win. But don't discount something that the establishment is doing, that your opposition is doing, simply because it happened at an inopportune time. Because you'd rather focus on something else. Filled experience is something you don't get until just after you need it. This goes for everything. (laughs) This goes for street events, public speaking, fundraising, signature drives, whatever, community networking in general. You're going to fail in the beginning. You are going to mess stuff up. You get better each time. Don't give up. Every command that can be misunderstood will be misunderstood. In the political world, this really applies to slogans. Um, if your slogan isn't clear, if your talking points aren't clear, people will misunderstand them because they want to. It's something you need to be aware of, not necessarily avoid. You know, everybody in the country knows, really knows what Black Lives Matter means. It, it There's... There's no real debate over that. Nobody's confused over it. They just pretend like they are. They're misunderstanding it on purpose. I would suggest that in some cases that's okay. I would suggest in that case it's been incredibly beneficial because it keeps people talking about it and discussing it and debating it. And many activities, when you're talking about politics out in the real world, grassroots stuff, community stuff, getting attention is the main thing. Keeping the conversation going is the main thing. Um, So I don't know that you would want a super clear slogan all the time, but you want one that can be easily explained. Success occurs when nobody is watching. Failure occurs in front of the general. and politics, failure occurs on prime time. If you're setting up rallies and you have a 100 days of rallies where everything went fine, everything was peaceful, everything was great, there were no issues whatsoever, and you have one that gets out of hand, which one makes the news? Your failures will be broadcast. Accept it accept it, and learn from them. Don't get mad, because even when there's a failure, it's getting media attention. Even a failure helps keep that conversation going. And in a lot of cases, that's really the goal. Professional soldiers are predictable, but the world is full of amateurs. One that is incredibly important in in both settings when you are dealing with professional people you can predict them you got a pretty good idea of what they're going to do because they're trained um, when you're dealing with amateurs you have no clue what they're going to do and this goes a whole bunch of different ways one you need to be aware of it so you can uh, you can embrace it at times if you have a plan and you're you're it's just not getting any traction And somebody who knows nothing about this, who just showed up, is like, hey, why don't we try this? And it completely doesn't make sense. It's unexpected. It just, it seems ignorant. Odds are that's going to work because the other side isn't expecting it. You also need to be prepared for the time when everything's going great. And one of the people who just started, you know, getting out there and just became politically active... Talks to the media and says something that can discredit your whole movement. Professional soldiers are predictable, but the world is full of amateurs. The last one, the one that is most important, cavalry's not coming. It's just you. If you're going to get out there and engage in community building, grassroots stuff, you're on your own. Odds are, despite internet rumors, nobody's coming to fund you. Nobody's going to write you a big check or rent you buses. It's just you, and you've got to figure it out. So we're going to take a quick break and uh, come back, and we're going to give give an idea of how all of this can be exploited, how these laws, you can turn this to your favor. Okay, so you got a good idea about the laws now, Processed that. You can't do it alone. You need a community network. You need a team. People talk about this, ask about it. It's you and your friends that just make the overt commitment to making your community better. That's it. That's your only goal. Don't organize for any other reason in the beginning. Just to make your community better, and to help each other out. When one of you needs something, the other one is going to help. And you make it a commitment. You make it it formalized beyond just your normal friendship. And you start there. It'll grow. There will be more people that want to get in on this as you go. But if you do that, and you get that community network put together, a lot of these problems, you don't have to worry about anymore. The bus analogy... Friendly fire, you're all on the same team and you know it. You're going to work together. You don't have people trying to escalate things and get past what you're willing to do. You're adaptable because you have a whole bunch of different people with different skill sets. You have experience in different areas. All of the problems that get raised by these laws are solved with a good team, with a good group of people, a good network. And then it becomes easy because it is the, it's the idea that it's you guys, it's your group, it's your team against the world. You will have each other's back. A esprit a, a de corps will form. You will become a unit. And you will be a whole lot more effective. You can't do all of this on your own. You need a group. If you want to get out there, you want to make real change, you cannot do it alone. And the first step to having a team to back you up is building that team. Anyway, it's just a thought. Y'all have a good night.